This is a homebrew podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is part two of episode 57 of Powered Fail Live. As always, I'm joined by Ian, Austin, Andy, Nathan, and Katie. And I am the Dungeon Master Cody, as always. Last time on Power Word Fail, the failures watched the horrible ritual that maybe wasn't as scary as they thought it was going to be, that the Harbinger did. Um, Ferric got really close and personal with Fly and Invisibility and was able to suss out that he is using the Soul Cage spell, but he's getting unique effects. Much like Ferric can with his box, he has his own box that seems to amplify the effects of Soul Cage. Um, they got into a bit of an argument about how to proceed, but Pickles was able to talk Atreides hot-headed down. Atreides wanted to storm the castle in the moment. Um, but they decided to do some reconnaissance. They went back to the Stonehall estate. On the way, they noticed several people giving them the eye, and not in a good way. While at the Stonehall estate... <laughs> while at the Stonehall estate, uh, they had dinner with Laura Stonehall, and Ambrose found a very strange chamber in the basement that looked exactly like the Dark Matron's ritual chamber. After another brief discussion about whether they should just annihilate Laura and her, in her where she stood or <laughs> you know, what they should do, they eventually talked with her about it and she told them that that was a area that her husband used to do some sort of ritual to Christopher to turn him into a hero. Um... From there, they went and investigated uh, Mr. Stonehold's uh, old uh, study there, and Ambrose found jammed in the back of the desk a receipt for some dubious items, mostly powdered crystal horn. Adalia, in the heat of the moment, burned the receipt. Um which caused a stir amongst the party. From there, they decided more reconnaissance was the key, and they have decided to leave the Stonehall Estate for now and go fly invisibly around the castle, I believe. Or yeah. check yep. on the nobles, talk to the captain of the guard. They had think... a bit of a list going. Yeah, first was just going to the castle and Sneaky, sneaky sneaking around to get a feel. Alright. So you all leave the Stonehall estate. It is pretty late at this point after dinner and discussions. It's probably very close to midnight. Um, as you approach the castle, you would notice that it is very well guarded. There are two guards at the front gate and there is a sort of like a sign-in post where there is also a guard stationed. There are archers on the walls of the castle 
that you can see. Um, let's see here. So I will just move you guys over to the castle map. Oh. Um, if you would like to drag your characters down here. Ping it one more time, please. Da Absolutely. Yeah, down where I see nothing. When I shift ping, it doesn't automatically pull you. Oh, oh when you, you when you drag thing, yeah. your character down, you can you can see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I just need the ping. Dark, yeah. Darked out. So you can obviously stay back far enough without the guard seeing you uh, <clears throat> if you would like. That's just the limitations of the map. Mm -hmm. So one thing I will point out is that it, this river, this was just the best facsimile I could find for the map. Mm -hmm. So this is actually an elevated platform and the bridge is stairs going up. Okay. okay. So it's like on a plateau. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And you do see the guard who is at his post there up front. He seems to be sleeping. Uh, as Farrick passes the guard uh, very quietly, um, Farrick is going to cast Disguise Self to take on the visage of the guard. Okay. Absolutely. So is it one of the guards that's up at the gate that's sleeping? It is this guard that you are all kind of standing next to. Oh, I, I can't see anything, so I'll believe you. Um, you guys would be doing this in the dark, correct? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, I'll give you a light source real quick, but they might see it. that there you go did that help okay at all? yeah now <laughs> now the token is i can tell it's there thank you all right yeah and he is just snoring sawn sawn logs uh ferric is going to stay by the guard um and do something that is a little risky. Uh, I'm gonna try to pickpocket the guard to see if there's like anything that uh, is of use, like a set of keys or anything like that. Yeah. And I can use my <laughs> gloves of thievery for the first Ooh. time. <clears throat> uh, ch -ch 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 -ch. Slate of hand to get in the pockets. 29 baby nice yeah he has a set of keys oh yeah i got those boys he is none the wiser he is totally out uh Farrick is going to look back at the rest of the group and give a very toothy grin uh <laughs> with their real flesh lips mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> um, Adalia is going to lean up and kiss Farrick and give you eagle splendor. 
which is an enhance ability that gives you advantage on charisma jacks for the next hour. All right. Um. Okay. So what? What should I go up and like relieve the guards of their duty, or what should I do? I think that seems reasonable. Anything that's non-violent, that would be preferred. But we can be violent. I can accompany Ferric. I know the talk of these folk. I still have the armor of their, um, of their ranks. We can be non-violent if we need to, but I'm also ready to be violent, if required. Um. So I guess Farrick and Atreides are going up to try to, I don't know, switch places with these two guards at the front gate. Yeah, I think so. All right. I would like to stealth. Mm-hmm. All right. To just like keep pace with us, Ambrose? Um, I'm just stay like halfway through, but stay in the darkness. I'm a 29. Yeah, you're pretty well hidden. I mean, it's it's dark as heck out here, so I mean, you're yeah, I'm like creeping to the shadows of the bridge of the stairs. Um, the guards would stand at attention as you approach Ferric in your costume. There. Oh, hey guys! Uh, <laughs> looking for a <laughs> looking for a piss break. <laughs> Uh, they would look at each other and nod and say, uh, yes, sir, uh, we're looking forward to shift change. It's almost time. Well, uh, looks like, uh, good old Captain Sobek sent relief a little early. Uh, why don't you go, uh, kick your feet up in the barracks. Uh, I'll, I'll see you in a couple hours. We'll, we'll play some cards or something. Oh, uh. Captain So, Captain Sobek, eh? eh? They look at each other and yeah, he finally got off his ass and did something for once. <laughs> um, roll a persuasion check with advantage. Oh my god! Hell yeah! Persuasion check. That's a twenty, baby. Hell That's yeah! Dirty twenty. All right. Uh, yeah, they would nod at each other and be like, all right, excellent. I can't wait for break time. I've been at guard all day. Twelve-hour shifts are killing me, mate. And they start walking into the castle. All right. What about the archers? Uh, they seem like they're kind of looking down on you, like, a little bit. Like, what's going on? But they're not making any kind of move. I'll do, like, a military whistle to, like, get their attention and then gesture for them to go back inside, too. We're changing shifts. You heard the man. Orders of Captain Solbeck. Um, they would, they would nod. Um, they would go into their hatches there, and you see that they come out and walk along the eastern ranks of the castle walls. they eventually were to get out of sight. Alright, and given that Farrakh and I are in the light, I'll gesture for everyone else to come up. 
Um, I will tell you, uh, Atreides, you think that you only have 30 minutes tops until the other sure. cards get here. Sure. So, in... Yeah, so are they, is everybody coming up? Yeah, I'm creeping up. Staying to the I'm shadows. creeping up, and also I am going to take a crystal and shape to cast Pass Without Trace on everyone. Nice. So you have a Perfect. plus ten to your stealth checks. Will that add oh, to the one that I already token? have? I think so. Okay, I was going to say, you might need oh, to drag a new one out, if not. Hang on. Uh, wild shape, crystalline shape. So my uh, one second here. Sorry, I am wildly unprepared at this exact moment. It's a darkness shape. Uh, yeah, my second level shape is I cast pass without a trace or without trace without expending a spell slot. And then as my fourth level shape, I am going to cast my earth shape and I get a plus one to my AC. So my AC is now 21. Nice. Okay. Uh, DM, do I have to reroll for my stealth check? No, you can keep that. Okay. I have a 39 stealth. I'm going to do whatever I want. And... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Beautiful. That's incredible. Uh, I'm so glad I know that. Farrick's going to rustle with the keys for a moment and uh, see which one unlocks the front gate. Yeah. There is. Takes That's you a, a moment, but. 31. Oh, yeah. Medallion. Takes you a minute or so, but you you do find the correct key. Cool. Um, yeah, and uh, Farrick waltzes right into the key. That's an eighteen for pickles. So good. Love that for him. Atreides is making no effort to be stealthy. Yeah, oh, neither well, is. Pops uh, is not being stealthy. I'm just sure. Neither is Farrick with the uh, the disguise cell phone. Sure. Inside the courtyard here, you see several structures, like were described. Um, to your right, you can see a stables. Um, to your left, you see the soldiers that just left entering into buildings over there. And the archers are not down here yet. Okay, so to my right, I do see a little alley, um, mm -hmm. and then to the, like, northeast of me, I see a wagon. Uh, I'm going to signal to Atreides that we're going to, like, move that wagon a little bit, um, so to obscure the vision of the guards to the north of us. And I also uh, message down to Ambrose... Uh, with a, a message cantrip uh, to be in the you know be in the silhouette of the cart and we're just going to move it so that they can make their way through that alley to the to the right 
Right. Yeah, so um, I'll, like, command Patrick, hey, it looks like they uh, didn't uh, um, adequately lock down the, uh, apply the brakes to the wheels. Let's move it here. Fix this with me. Yeah, yeah. So we, we go up and we, like, grab this wagon. Mm -hmm. um, and we're just going to, like, shift it forwards and then, like, shift it back. Uh, mm -hmm. so that everybody can make their way into the alley without being seen, because they'll be behind the wagon. Sure, so just in this little gap between these two structures here, between the large uh, house and I'm the thinking stables. this one here. Oh, okay. You still have a plus ten to your stealth check. So, I can't see, so is somebody, like, <laughs> directing <laughs> me? Ambrose holding my hand. Uh, yeah, I'll, I don't uh, have dark vision. Adele, you don't I'll, have dark vision, right? I don't have dark vision, but I do have message. And I also am capable of glowing if I need to. So I can see that stuff. Draw and we're in it. Right. I mean, there's, oh, grab there's, a torches, there's torches and stuff lighting the way around this area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Just pull a dynamic lighting. I can't. <laughs> black handkerchief. Put it on a pickle's hand. And I grasp it so I don't burn myself or hurt myself. And then I go. Oh, and I have gloves. <laughs> oh, Just all right. The then gloves. I hold pickles' hands. And, then... <laughs> and you have your flamingo, right? Well, I'm not putting any light out. We're being stealthy. Oh. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I sort of know how I was getting around. <laughs> all right. So you all sneak around the back of the stables. Mm-hmm. You can get back there pretty easily, with especially with the cart distraction. Cool. Um, Farrick, as the guard, will, like, wave at the other guards um, to the north. <laughs> and, you know, if it, like, first look to see if they're looking at me and Atreides, and then mm -hmm. if they do are looking this way... Just give them a very friendly, like, wave and start heading my way down into that alley as well. Yeah, give them, like, an NPC wave. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I think that they would notice you, but let's just get the ball here. Uh, yeah, they definitely wave back. Um, alright, so you're trying to s sneak around here. Um, in the back, it's a pretty tight squeeze, there's nothing really back here, maybe some barrels and boxes, um, some storage for horses and horse feed, and various ropes, bridles, whatnot, but other than that, it's pretty empty. You see the horses in the stable kind of looking at you. I'll pet one. <laughs> Alright. What are we doing? Reconnaissance. Yeah, uh, yeah, but like... I mean, are we like going around the side? The castle's that way. Yeah. We should go around the perimeter and move forward. Walking straight into guards would be most terrible. I just wanted to know where I was going. Uh, 
So me as Farrick, I do see guards where other people might not be seeing guards. Um, because my dark vision is so mm. so beefy. Um, so I'm gonna ping over here, just and uh, Farrick's gonna point and be like, "Does anybody else see those?" I do not. Um, Ambrose would see uh, out in the east of the camp. Which direction? <clears throat> They uh, are I'll on make a the other side of the wall there. Oh, okay. Sorry, oh. I didn't realize that was a wall. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Never mind. Farrakh okay. does not see them. <laughs> yes, this is the castle rampart here. Okay. okay. So we like just a sneak along that between... Uh, I think... I think right around here there's like a, a little pathway between the back of the stables and the, and the turret. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's another alley back there. Okay. Farrick's gonna ma start making their way around um, that area. Alright. And holding whoever's hand needs to be held to uh, get our, our dark blind family <laughs> around this fucking corner here. <laughs> Oh God. <laughs> is Adalia with us? I mean, Adalia is with you, but slightly behind. Okay. Your token's not up there, that's why I asked. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, anything new in this alley, DM? Um, no, not really. You can see from the ground that there's another turret here. You can see that there's some kind of a entrance. And then there's another rampart over along the back that you can see picking up over the building. Okay, cool. Um, I see that there's a building to my left. Mm -hmm. Can I peek in a window? Is there... Yeah, there's windows. Um, you would see in that room. I do it very stealthily, bed. of course. But... Mm. There are two beds in that room, and you see two people in there sleeping. Are they snake cultists, or are they just guards? Or um, they or would they... be dressed very similar to the archers. Okay. You would see like <clears throat> the bows sitting against their wall. So probably just some barracks. Um. Farrakh would, like, signal to everybody to just, like, keep moving up. And Farrakh would start heading towards the northeast tower here, um, between the two, where the two ramparts meet. Alright. And peek around the corner. Yeah, you, you, um, peek around the corner there. And you would see that it kind of loops back around to where those guards are up front. Mm -hmm. um, there's no entrance to the castle over here. Although you could climb the wall or fly up or something. Right here's yeah. good, guys. Let's do it. To what? Climb up? Invisibility fly. What we agreed on. 
I don't know if we can move all of us. No, I'm not person. here right now, but you don't have the power at this exact moment. Where's Adalia? Why aren't you with us? Where, where did she go? She can't even see in the dark. I don't know. I can't see in the dark, but I'm also a turn behind you. Why? Why has no... I thought we were all holding I'll be hands. back. Uh, <laughs> I run back. Uh, <laughs> I go to Dahlia. Hey, come right here. I'm taking your hand. Okay. Don't burn me. And then I mm. uh, will guide her to the group as well. Okay. <clears throat> uh, so yeah. And just for retconning wise, for now on, I will be holding pickles in Dahlia's hands when we are <laughs> guiding through the night. Okay. Yeah. Adalia has been sorting herself out, but she is present now. So she can either cast invisibility or uh, something else. Fly. Fly on Ferric. Have Ferric cast invisibility, greater invisibility. The same the same drill that we just did. Mm-hmm. Do a quick sure. lap around the, the castle. Um, I have fly at fifth level which means that I can cast it on three people just one just one, one? invisible flying person that's all we need right now all I mean, right you can cast it on three might as well cast I, I, it on... I might as well cast it on three people you because you don't it, have to fly you don't have to fly but it does give you 60 feet of movement well Ambrose, you yourself are quite stealthy. If you take half and Federic takes half, if Federic is invisible and you are just yourself, I think. Oh, right. You know what? I'm going to reach out and uh, grab Ambrose's hand and uh, Atreides' hand, and I'm going to kiss Federic. And all three of them get fly. So you have 60 feet of movement speed per round. Oh, I guess we're doing this, then. I mean, Cover go, my face. Go, go. <clears throat> uh, you... Uh, Atreides. Yes, what? what? What is the best direction to go? Other than up. Ambrose. I know up. Okay. Ambrose, Ambrose take the right. Ferric fly over and take the left. Both of you scout out half of the castle and come back here immediately. Look through uh, some windows. Yeah, Ferret. Other exit points. Ferret casts uh, greater invisibility on their, themselves again, and is going to zip right up into the air, um, and start doing sweeps of the quadrant that Atreides told them to do. Same. All right. Um. So. You would fly around the castle, and not so much the ramparts. On the first floor, you would get a look at... Let me go back to the same page as you guys. On the first floor right here, there's some sort of a dining hall. Mm -hmm. This seems to be the main hall on the first floor. Um, let's see here. 
Ambrose, you would fly around back. You would see some sort of a meeting room here, some sort of a large study here. As you fly around this way, you would see that it's full of snake cultists. <sighs> there would be at least, let me take another look, but there's quite a few of them. Three, four, five, six. Probably about 20 of them. And they all oh seem to be studying. Right. That's the information we need. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. That's it. That's the moment. Open the window, um, throw in the fireball room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do see some guards posted throughout the castle. Um, <clears throat> back here, you see some sort of a display room. It seems like they have some stuff back here on display. Nope. Um, you can't see into this room, but you know just by the layout that there has to be some sort of a room here. Mm-hmm. Um, this room, you can see, is some sort of a office. Seems like there's someone in there right now filling out paperwork or something. I'll get close to that uh, window on the east side and listen in I'll actually cast um, silence on that like right in front of the window so me being close to it I don't make it. actually no I'm not going to cast that because I wouldn't be able to hear it I uh, will <laughs> just listen in sorry I thought I was being smart for a second I was like wait I'm an idiot I was uh, like oh yeah yeah wait I mean it makes uh, sense I cast fog cloud fog cloud forever love that right. we support it let's go yeah, um, you listen in, and you would just hear sort of a writing, you know, noises. Um, you would, nothing seems too out of the ordinary. You get a look at the person who's writing. They seem to be a rather, um... What's the word I'm looking for? Saggy individual. They seem very, <laughs> very wrinkly, old. It's hard to judge. Like it's hard to say. But they they look very. I would say by your estimation, they look very old, like mm. ancient. A raisin. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. saggy is the more appropriate. Less dried up, mm-hmm. more just goo. Uh, sure. <laughs> um, um, I would like to peek on the paper that he's writing if I can. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and give me a perception roll. Oh God! All right. Oh, actually, pretty good. Twenty-three. He seems to be writing into some sort of a, some sort of list, like a maybe new laws that he wants to pass or something like that. It's like mm. a list, um, but you do notice that somewhere, like maybe two or three down the line, most of them are just like increased taxes, right. uh, you know, things of that nature, political stuff. But one of the things on the list is residents must uh, be at the Harbinger's Ritual. Like, right. he's getting ready to make this, like, a law that you gotta do that. 
uh, note that in my head. I'm going to keep moving down, look, peeking through every window to see if anything suspicious is happening. Sure. Yeah, Ferric. Um, you can't see into this area. Uh, there is no windows, but again, just judging by the way this room is, and then by the way, you, from what you can see of the Great Hall, there must be some sort of a room here. Hmm. Uh, oh, wait, I might be on the wrong map. Uh, this is where the study is, where you were watching that man uh, do his okay. deeds there on, like, the northwest side of the castle. Ferric over here on the northeast side of the castle, you guess there's some sort of a room here north of the dining chamber okay. and east of the Great Hall. Um, you fly up to the second story and look through the windows there and you would see that up here are bedrooms. There is... Well, you would, you would assume if you hadn't just been told that they were dead earlier, but you see a small boy and an older girl lying in their beds, asleep. You would assume that that's like the mayor's children, but Laura mm -hmm. Stonehall just told you earlier they were dead. Okay. You sneak around to this side, and you would see um, a very mm -hmm. saggy woman laying in bed. Um, roll a perception check. Uh, okay. Perception. It's a 16. Um, if you, you almost think that she looks like she's like sunken into the bed or something. Like the bed, maybe the bed's really old. Hard to say, but she looks like she's like, like almost flat. She's got a case of no bones. <laughs> um, you look around to the <laughs> southern portion of that t uh, upper story there, and you would see a some sort of a study here, and over here you would see that figure that was at the ritual, the harbinger. He is sitting at a desk and he seems to be consuming whatever was in that box. And there are some snake cultists near him. Um... Is there any other information that I can gather about this room? Like, is, you know, like, is the Harbinger, I don't know, how is he consuming the thing in the box? Is he, like, putting his mouth to it? Yes, or? he's, like, hunched over it, and you see as, like, he's scooping out of it, almost, and into his, oh, well, I guess his back is to you, but mm -hmm. yes, it would appear that he's, like, got his mouth over it. Okay. By his positioning. Is he speaking anything? Or is he just scooping it? He's just making... 
Oh, I don't like that. I do. <laughs> uh, Ferric's gonna take note of anything else in the room. Um, it is a very nice room. You see, there is a door that you would guess leads to the room where that saggy flat lady was. Okay. Um, other than that, you don't get too much. There is a door to the south side of that turret there. So there's a door from this room leading to the bedroom there. There's a hallway with some stairways going down over here in the mm-hmm. eastern portion. Adalia is some going sort of a to room back here. Okay. run forward and grab Farrick. Adalia is down on the ground with... Farrick's flying. Yeah, right you're nowhere near him. Oh, sorry. Never sorry. mind. But yeah, that's all you guys really see. Um, you are very limited with your invisibility. You only got a minute. Yeah. So this yeah. is all as fast as you can fly and be invisible. Yeah. With some frustration, Farrick is going to like look at the window, like at the harbinger, like they're right there. Like Farrick could just could just go in and and take care of things. Um, but that's that's not how we're doing this. Um, and so Farrick. Uh, hesitantly, uh, but uh, quickly uh, heads back down towards the group. Is Ambrose here yet? What about the Atreides? Are they still out there? Um, uh, DM, is there anything else on my side that I can check at all, or is that um, you've pretty much circled around the whole castle. Atreides, you would see on the I, second story. You were flying around too, I'm, or no, 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 no. Atreides I, stayed with I pickles have the ability and to fly. I am okay. not. Yeah, I'm neither invisible nor stealthy. Ambrose, you would see. Let's see, a stairway going down like into a basement level right behind the great hall so there seems to be a stairway going up and a stairway going down <clears throat> just behind the throne the section where the cultists are at are they what exactly are they doing? They're just doing culty things? They're just like, like doing studying. incantations? Studying? They all seem to be reading books. You were okay. told that there is a very impressive library here. Mm. And it seems that they are just devouring the books. Not what do you mean devouring? Just... Okay, alright. <laughs> just making sure because like, you know, culty things. Um, they have big stacks of books. They're all <laughs> just reading them. taking bites out of them. <laughs> Um, if you were to guess, you would think that they're trying to, like, learn everything that's in this entire library. Is there, like, a section where they're eating food, like, going, grabbing food and sitting down? There is a dining hall that Farrick saw on the eastern portion of the castle, but there is no one in there at the moment. Right, but yeah. with the... It's like midnight or something. Like, directly where the cultists are, like, you know, where they're getting water or anything? 
Are they snacking while they study? Are they snacking <laughs> and studying? Um, no, they don't really seem to be doing anything like that. They seem to be kind of in unison, almost. Like, you've fought these guys before, and you... You have a vibe that they're somehow linked. Yeah. Hive mind, mm. baby. Hive mm. mind. Okay. Note that. Put it in my pocket. I'm gonna fly off into the night. As in back to us, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just gonna fly off. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye forever. I'm gonna fly back to the group. I've yeah. seen so enough snakes. I'm, I'm over this. <laughs> I finally get away. I'm, no, I'm done. I'll head back to the party. Okay. We don't have much time before they, uh, before the real guards come to take over the post that Varric and I relieved, so we should get out while the getting is good. Yeah, uh, Farrick's gonna relay all the information that they learned to everybody else. Um, and, Great, that's yeah. that's a lot. Let's let's debrief further when we're in a safe place. Yep, that's a good idea. So you guys make your hasty retreat from Castle Everton. Hmm. Um, as you are leaving, you do notice um. It does seem like, you know, not a moment too soon as, like, the archers walk out the front door and into this long building and some guards are exiting the barracks to the west there. But you seem to have made it just in time. Um, as you're leaving, you hear one of the one of them say, well, postmaster told us that the captain said, and he's like, I didn't say anything. What are you talking about? Shift changes at 11.30 sharp. Or 12.30 sharp. Now I'm flustered. Now I don't even... <laughs> you guys get back to work. Yep. It's too late for me to be up. I have to be up early. And you would make your way back from the castle. Back towards the main city there. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. I high-five the whole entire team. <laughs> that was incredible work, guys. For once. For once. That was pickles. You know, all to you. All to you. Every one of you guys. This is what I'm talking about. This is a plan. <laughs> also, we got a lot of bad news. A lot of bad news. <laughs> mm -hmm. There's, there's a lot of bad news. I saw... It's I saw some flat people, some really saggy, wrinkly people. Um, what'd you see, Ambrose? Um, I saw a saggy man. Uh, so the guy that runs Everton, I don't, I don't remember his name. Uh, he's, he's running Mayor laws. Wormley. Sure, uh, <laughs> he's running laws for um, the Harbinger. Harbinger. Uh, to mm -hmm. make everyone actually see him every time. So uh, it's mandatory. It's going to be law. Doesn't sound good. Is that all you saw? Saggy man writing laws? Well, it's. I feel like that's pretty prevalent. I'm just wondering if you saw that anything else. Yes, but any, <laughs> any information we can gather. I relay everything else to 
Oh, to, uh, room full of cultists is up there too. Oh, I forgot to say. <laughs> yeah, there's also uh, twenty cultists, and they're all acting the same way, which is very weird. Not like last time. Um, almost like they were devouring books. Really, it's it's kind of crazy. They were eating books. No, no, not like actually eating books, but you know how people books are. No, I don't. I don't. You know how I soul. devour some oh, books. Oh, yeah, right. Given given their accounts, um, Ferrix and Ambrose's accounts of the different rooms they saw, would uh, Atreides be able to take some parchment and just kind of sketch out like a, an approximation of the floor plan? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's not okay. perfect, obviously, but it's it's good enough. Then I don't know. This probably isn't a good use of airtime, so I'll just like summarize. Uh, Atreides would like to spend time kind of grilling each of the failures for like their fighting styles and what kind of magic they can do and he would start preparing an elaborate like battle plan with like multiple contingencies built in for like different rooms and areas and where and when we might encounter the cultists and the harbinger especially if as pickle suggested earlier on the harbinger's next exit from the castle we sneak into the castle at that point and then like lie in wait for him to return that is a good I'm, plan. I had a plan too. It's probably the worst one, but we can work on it. All right, not my plan, but I mean, it looks like they're all working together. We can all agree on that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. What if we just poison all of them <laughs> and work our way in? Uh, just a suggestion. You don't have to say yes, but if we could, you know, I'm. Are sneak cultists uh, susceptible to poison? I feel I like snakes kind of are. I do and not... the last ones blew up into snakes. Well, semantics. A poison is different from venom. I don't understand. That's okay. Um... <laughs> I think that we would need to get lots of... Lots I pull out poison. five vials of poison that are like, hey, Look, you got me. I, okay, this I'm is not, good for I'm like not five. I'm personally on good terms with the military of the concurrent theocracy. I'm not for mm-hmm. poisoning the guards that are just doing their jobs. The cultists, there's there's room there. They're actively misleading and harming thousands of people. I can get behind that. I just want to minimize the damage. So we just sneak we in, go through a window, and just start blowing people up. I'm perfectly I mean, happy okay. with that. Agreed. A fair point. That's why I brought it up. Um, we can get the cultists together. I'd point to Adalia, blow them up, like Pickle said. I can't think of any other better option. I'm happy to blow anyone up. If it serves the greater purpose. Okay, we're, we're working with something now. This is good. This is good. So, like, sleep. See if he leaves tomorrow. And if he doesn't, just sneak in and blow him up. Yeah. Don't really know about the saggy people. They might be a problem, but I don't really know much what's going on with that. With um, that, we, we learn more before we blow them up. We wait and see what's going on there. All right. Don't murder the saggy people. Unless... Correct. 
they're mm. like monster goose egg people and start to get the situation. Okay. okay. Presenting a direct threat. Correct. Correct. I, I will say I forgot to add one more detail. The children are alive even though they're supposed to be dead. Which could be something about, you know, reviving the children and making a deal between Were they them. also goo people? Were the children goo people to you? Like, were, were they, they sagging? Were they sagging? <laughs> oh, yeah, they were super saggy. The children okay. were? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whole saggy family. I don't like You this. sag, I sag, All you right. sag. Saggy children is not normal, but we'll see what's maybe... I'm not going to judge be like... before I murder. Yeah. <laughs> Just be because they're saggy doesn't mean they're evil. <laughs> that, that is so true. fair. Actually, DM, has, have I ever heard of a condition like this before? This is like an actual disease. It's exclusively evil people. <laughs> yeah. Well, with what children, it's weird. Like, Gosh, what that's what I'm saying. What would that be, a, a heal check, a nature check? Medicine? Medicine check. Medicine. I think it's called epiphritis. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it Ooh, pandemic, I told you. Oh, nice. very nice. Um, let's see. Um, you have heard of wasting diseases, mm-hmm. but if that's what this is, it's like on a whole other level. Okay, so this is like magical means is being caused by this. Yeah. You would guess that mm-hmm. this is some sort of... Magical or just weird. If it is a disease, yeah. it must be magic in origin. This is a weird question, but would this fall, like, through studying magic before? Like, would this be a form of, like, what I know this is more of, like, a hex or a curse versus, like, a opposite of, like, healing magic that was done? Or, like, revival magic? Or, like, an after effect? Yeah, like, either this is, like, a bad magic or this is a good magic. I just want to know what is kind of, like, are these people being held against their will because they're cursed or are they working with this person because they're you know these children died and they were revived and now they're saggy I'm not um you would probably really guess that whatever is causing this condition um it could be the harbinger but um Laura Stonehall did told you that this whole family has been very ill for a long time yeah. since before he showed up yeah. So you're you're guessing that it's that they've been like this. But, but it hasn't it been a medical condition. Okay. But you just don't think the Harbinger is the one that necessarily cursed them. Okay. I relay that to the Saggy children. Got it. Anyways, I hope none of us get it, so take your vitamins. <laughs> okay. Right. Back to back to bed. I could. Stonehall. Finally. <laughs> yeah, at least we'll glance at Henrik. It's time for bed. Finally. You're not going right. back to Nico's? No, I'm not Nico's. <laughs> no. All right. So you head back to the Stonehall estate. Everything seems exactly as you left it. Everything is very quiet. The maid lets you in, Maya. Thank you, Maya. You have been a dear, 
and Farrah uh, gives her a gold. Oh, well, thank you. Well, I get quite a nice wage from Miss Stonehall, but tips are always <laughs> And she would escort you to your guest bedrooms and ask, you know, would you like some fresh pillows or maybe some fresh linens or would you like me to come make the beds? Oh, maybe Ambrose would want that, but I, I'm, I'm perfect, perfectly fine. <laughs> if you could actually fluff my pillows, uh, that'd be great. Um, I'm going to stay up, do a couple rounds to make sure that no one followed us, if that's okay with you guys. Um, could I have access to the kitchens to work on my sourdough? Get the next batch ready. <laughs> Man, it's like it's like two thirty a.m. I can't let the sourdough go bad, Ferric. Okay, <laughs> all right. There is a very narrow window when sourdough starters are. And then it's valid. just bitter dough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I don't know that. That's I'm going to, to bed. All right. <clears throat> so you all head to bed. The night goes by uneventfully. Um all wake up in the morning fully rested everything seems to be smooth as far as that goes although not so much like the dreams that you have had in the past but you all sort of have bad dreams just sort of nightmares that not really preventing you from getting any sleep, but just definitely not a great a great dream experience. Yeah, some tossing and turning. Uh, when when Farrak wakes up, they're they're gonna turn to uh, Adalia and be like, "That is the last time I eat so late." And some crazy dreams. Sometimes dreams guide us to what we must face next. What did your dreams tell you? There was like a big bug. Oh, sure. And the big bug was like, I know all your secrets. And I'm like, I don't oh, have any no. secrets. Yeah, and that's like, terrible. Oh. I'm sorry, darling. <clears throat> yeah, so I don't. I'm not sure what that means. I mean, I've definitely had the guiding dreams, you know. Of course, as have we all. There's some sort of guiding force, and it's driving us towards some greater purpose. But sometimes it's just bugs. Sometimes it's just the big bug. Sometimes it's just (laughs) bugs. And sometimes you're also naked, and you're like, "Does the bug know that I'm naked?" I don't think bugs recognize nakedness, you know? It's very complex. I never really cared until I was around you folks with all your fancy clothes, and then I'm like, yeah, I want some of that. Mm. Outside of D&D? That's a fair point. I never even thought about that. That's actually a really good statement. I don't know. Outside of D&D, why do we work? Outside of D&D, this has opened my mind to another (laughs) Absolutely. I'm in 4D now. (laughs) <laughs> We're all in 40. Um, I would like to switch my infusions um, for today. Absolutely. Um, and also switch with some spells. Just a heads up, I'm switching my plus one heavy crossbow to a plus one hand crossbow that was used from Maraz, uh, his hand cr- pistol shooter. And then I'm uh, giving myself a shield, and I'm also making the um, 
what's it called? Mind Sharpener Infusion. So I'm gonna have that on stock. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and then switching my spells. So I'll just open that book real quick. Once again, Atreus would like to be very tactical in this approach. Is that something that we should go over in real time, or like plan between now and two weeks from now for attacking the castle? Like, I don't want to be too metagamey. I also know that Atreus is like a tactician. So, Cody, what like what kind of line would you like for me to walk there? Well, it can be something we discuss off air. Um... I definitely think that if you have any sort of, like, requests or whatever, like, you know, don't kill the guards, or like you were saying earlier, that might oh, be yeah, best yeah. to discuss on air. Yeah, I think all of that I've, I've laid out. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what's our plan for today? Today we enjoy breakfast, like it was our last. Go back to Magic Man, pick up your thing. All right. Mm -hmm. And then just go, like, sit outside the castle in the park for a nice picnic and see if the Harbinger leaves. Sounds I think we need to bring the battle to the Harbinger. Whatever that looks like. Well, well, yeah, but the plan was if he leaves to sneak in the castle and then be ready for him. So we got to... Right. And I'll like spread out some parchment on the table. Here's a list mm -hmm. of different contingencies where we may meet him, and if he comes out before there's a crowd, we can confront him here. And if we have mm -hmm. um, enough time in the park to figure out the best mm -hmm. place to engage him, then then that's one thing. But if Perhaps he comes I'm, out and there is I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to read all that. <laughs> well, that's why I'm telling you now. <laughs> and he'll just <laughs> keep like rattling on <clears throat> different uh, eventualities mm -hmm. that may come about. Because um, she just gets I'll... that blank look in her eyes <laughs> after like the third that makes one. Sense. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna throw the mind sharpener on the table. Um, anyone that casts spells can take it. Well, I feel left out. I mean, I can't use it, pickles. It's for the for the group. Farrakh slowly reaches out to the mind sharpener and is like, "Is anybody else going to?" Uh, it looks like a rugby cap with like crystals embedded in, into it. <laughs> uh, essentially, it's uh, make sure you don't take too much impact on your on yourself. Mm -hmm. So this is the lightest thing I can make. I mean, I can actually make something a little bit more fortified if you want, but it looks a little goofy. It's not my best design, mm -hmm. but it'll make you focus on your spells a little bit longer. So essentially, you'll pass your uh, concentration saving throw. Mm -hmm. No matter what. Very yeah, nice. four uh, rerolls. So whoever wants it can take it. All good with me. What if I want to concentrate really hard on hitting somebody? <laughs> I don't think you have I uh, pull out some junk out of my bag <laughs> and I give it to Pickles. Hey, you can use that. <laughs> hey, use that. <laughs> my very own magic item yes mm -hmm. i have this magic jar of illusions that i got from this campaign i still don't know what it is but i give it to pickles here you can have it did you oh, get it from carlos from, this is from uh 
right before Evangeline died. <laughs> yeah. yeah you can have it. Oh my god, that was literally like episode five. That's yeah. all we got was this a magical jar and it was illusion magic. Oh yeah. yeah. I shall take that jar and Sure, I don't that might I mean be. God bless. Like good luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My AC's a twenty two. Uh, Cody, do you was... know do you know what this is? Is there anything in the jar? I mean I'll figure it out. Okay. Yeah. I will figure it out over the next It was a very long time ago. I will Any, focus really else? hard at the park to figure out what this jar does. Anyone else want something? Mm-mm. No, I got my jar and my focus junk. Okay. Sounds good. Alright. So you head to the the, the dwarven goods vendor then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You make your way there. Um, you do see the maid as you were leaving and she is sitting at the table with some water and she is holding her head. Uh, Maya, what what is that? What is it? Oh, well, I, I just had horrible dreams all night and I have a terrible headache today. Oh, did you also dream of a giant bug who knew your secrets and also knew that you were naked? No, I, I had this dream that this strange snake was eating, like chewing on my head. Gross. Gets a lot better than what I was having. I don't dream, so I just hallucinated for a couple of hours. But I, I usually just blame Pokey for that because he says a lot of horrible things. Yeah, he does. Maya, will you tell me, um, have you been to the Harbinger? <clears throat> to the Harbinger's uh, ritual? Um, well, yes, I've gone once or twice. Um, I don't remember what I forgot, but it must have been pretty bad. <clears throat> And how do you feel afterwards? Well, when I did it, I I felt great. I I obviously don't remember what I forgot. And it seems like that's for the best, because I'm told I was in quite a state. And do you always have these strange dreams afterwards? Um, no, I haven't had any strange dreams in a while, Uh, Probably because that late night dinner we had. I I ate some of the pork after you guys were done with it. I do apologize if any of you were ill. I I think it might have turned. I mean, I didn't eat any of it, so... That is true. Well, thank you. Please take care. You too. Um, are you coming back for dinner? I'll tell the cooks to prepare something special for you. If we survive, I would very much like that. She looks puzzled. Well, I hope you survive, sir. I mean, the streets can be a dangerous place here in Everton, but only in the rats' heaps. 
uh, Farrick's going to give them a slight curtsy and is going to, uh, you know, go suit up. Um, you know, they've been walking around in a boussant robe, so they're going <laughs> to, like, get get back into their, their normal clothes and armor up and get ready for combat. So you make your way to the Dwarven Goods vendor, um, what was it, Gorg? Garvis. Garvis. Keep wanting to call him Gorsk. Gorsk. <laughs> Garvis. He, he changes the, the sign every, every day. day. Yeah. Yeah. Every day. Every day. Gorngi. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he is kind of reorganizing his shelves as you guys enter. Um, he says, oh, it's, it's, it's you guys. I, I've just been going through my stock, uh, trying to find some nice stuff for you. Here's your hammer. Garvis, thank you, my friend. It's beautiful. Absolutely. Oh, uh, look at this. And he pulls out a giant greatsword. Uh, I think you guys said you wanted a great sword yesterday, right? I just... It's fine handiwork. <laughs> Alright, I see you're not that interested. Uh... Well, tell me more. What uh, does it is do? it... Is it... Can I try picking it up? Is it going to be too heavy for me? I've got these... Mm-hmm. These frail... Frail little arms. I've see. got my cursed one. Oh, I'll try it. I'll pick it up. Can I see? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is very... It's pretty light. Mm. It's, uh... Definitely magic. Um, it says, that's about the most powerful enchantment I can get my hands on. What does and it, it is, uh, do? It is a plus three greatsword. Oof. Uh... I don't think I can afford this, Garvis, but... Um, oh, come now. Surely you can afford 16,000 gold. Uh, and more said I could, but not not here, unfortunately. <laughs> well, I've got... Uh, uh, yesterday, I think you guys said something about potions, so I went through my stock. I've got a bunch of these healing potions. Mm. Got potions of healing, superior healing, supreme healing... Got potion of greater healing. I'll trade you. Um, I have some poison. I'll trade you for some healing potions. All right. Uh, what kind of poison are we talking about? Ones that taste like healing potions. Uh, oh, that sounds like a conflict of interest for me. <laughs> Just make sure they're labeled. All right. You don't get. Uh, okay, I mean, uh, basic <clears throat> healing potions. I, I can do that. I yeah, I'll give them. I could be talked up, though. I mean, we could just do one-to-one ratio, just straight trade. He nods. I could do that. Right. Uh, I give him five vials of potions for five vials of my healing. All right. Yeah, and, and I give it out to everyone. Healing. 
got this. I've got this. This is something that you want. I've got this thing. It's called an ion stone. I've heard of these. It's a rock. It's an ion stone of reserve. A special rock. Of reserve. Is that you, uh, you cast a spell on it to cast that same spell later. Yes. Those are quite nice. While this, well, it's a magic stone, it'll float around your head. And while it's floating around your head, you can reserve spells into it. Hmm. But if somebody, like, bats it away, does it come back? Then your spells are in the rock. You'll have to go get it. Oh, okay. And how much is that? 6,000 gold. Okay, oh, come friend. Surely it's not quite that that valuable. I think it is. It's practically I, useless if you don't have spells, actually. I can't use it at all. I could do mm-hmm. maybe, possibly, 5,500, but that's about as low as I can go for this. Fair enough. Who's buying these items, by the way? Like, who's your biggest vendors? Well, Vilvanus uh, is one of my biggest customers. Um, you still work with him, even though he owes you a lot of Well, you know, and he's the only one buying, I, I really don't have a whole lot of choice, do I? But no, he owes me that 5000 from the last time we did business. Mm. He hasn't been mm-hmm. back since. Um, I, I get some customers every now and again, like uh, travelers, from the Tricari Wilds that have ventured down south far enough to do business with me. Uh, you're traveling a lot. Uh, we just got some property, too. We're looking to get some businesses around here. You ever thought about moving to Mornstead anytime? I never thought about it. I guess I, I might. I've got hmm. a lot of stock here in town, but... Um, Mornstead, how's the economy doing out that way? Hot. Always booming. Mm. Everyone has money. If you're and out. a lot less reserved about magic. <clears throat> well, but a Vilvanis has kind of got that market cornered, doesn't he? I mean, you're producing it. It's way different than him selling it, and you'd be cutting, allo- like allocating costs mm-hmm. by what more than a hundred miles. Yeah, but I would have to spend a whole bunch of money on shipping to get my stuff enchanted in the Drakari Wilds. Mm, well, we can meet them and bring them there, too. Well, this is for the future. Maybe a franchising uh, opportunity would arise Absolutely. at some point. Franchise. Yeah. Interesting proposition. Garvis's Emporium 2. Garvis and Busant. Something like that. You never know. Maybe. I'll think about it. (laughs) I really need to move some of this equipment first. Um, What do you think about... I have this... um... (laughs) As he's just rustling around. (laughs) I've got these uh, boots of speed here. Do they require attunement? They do. Oh. Jeez. What would you want in exchange? 
I would like 4,000 gold in exchange. Well, that is certainly not going to happen. I thought is you that... guys were rich. I got all mm -hmm. my nice stuff out because I thought you guys were lonely. <laughs> well, we might be later. Perhaps at a future I, date, but I mean, I've got more than moment, the average person, but I don't got that much. Absolutely. I have more than a normal person, but I don't have 4,000 gold. As a gesture of uh, good graces, would you be willing to consider a repayment plan? I did pay off part of Vilvanus' debt. Mm. Say Enough. that Ion Stone for, uh, you said originally 6,000, let's say 3,000 now, 3,500 later. I could do that. I could do that indeed. You want to do that right now? Let's do that right now. He would slide the stone across the desk. I'll give him 3,000 gold. Very nice. All right. Now we're And talking. now my second PC is in I'll be down for that loan. I'll give you 100 gold right now for that uh, plus three sword over there. <laughs> no. I'm oh, I, I can't. It's too that's late. I gave it to you so that Up front, and then the rest in a payment plan. That's a really good deal. That's like 12,000 I'm in the hole. But you guys seem trustworthy. Uh, thank you, Master Shirley's. Oh, wow, you gave it to Adalia? Stone or sorry, it's for the group. Uh, I was mentioning we can all kind of yeah. I mean we can all put spells it's into for it. The group. And then whichever one of us needs it to It was still a lot more than most people would have given our group. Yeah. So a thank you was warranted. <laughs> you like scrolls. I'm thinking specifically for pickles as she is the only one among us who can't currently cast spells. But, of course. Uh, again, we can take turns attuning to it. I shall cast the spell us. by throwing the stone at the person. Mm -hmm. What have I done? A scroll <laughs> of wall of sand beneath the home. It's pretty cheap. This is one of the cheaper things on my list. Oh, what is this? 400 gold for this magic scroll. Mm. No thanks. What does nah. it do? It makes walls of sand. <laughs> Look how big. Ask, well, let me, let me open it up. <laughs> <laughs> high, actually, he casts it when he opens it Yeah, 30 feet long, 10 feet high, 10 feet thick. It, it blocks line of, of sight, but not movement. If you're exists. in the wall, you're blind. You can go it. Go, what's... It doesn't block movement, I just said. Yeah, what? <laughs> Okay. I don't understand. No, thank you. <laughs> well, it's a pretty good scroll. Uh, it's kind of like an alternative to a fog cloud. It's just wrong. different proportions. What's the point of a wall if you could just go through it? It's made of sand. <laughs> what about a scroll of investiture of wind? It's a I don't know expensive. what that word means. It lets you do a bunch of stuff. You can make uh, weapon ranged weapon attacks against you have disadvantage. You can fly. That word investiture. It's like what I just did with Garfus. Mm -hmm. I right, invested invest in, in his future. That's right. Mm -hmm. 
Um, Use your action to create a 15 foot cube of swirling wind, so it's another point. (laughs) (laughs) Each creature Uh, in the cube must make a constitution save or take a 2d10 bludgeoning damage. Wait, what's a constitution saving throw? What's what's, what's 2d10? What is any kind of saving throw at this point? We're just Um, out here doing our best. Could be a large creature. I think Farrick's good. Farrick's good yeah, on good. spending money, like maybe saving up for uh, something a little more special. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, guys are picking. I am no longer loaded. I feel like yesterday when you guys were here, you were like, "What do you got? <laughs> Give me anything you got." And I'm like, oh, "I mean, I I asked for cursed and weird shit." So yeah, where's all your weird shit? Mm-hmm. Got this golden line. What's it do? I'll take it. It's a statue of a golden lion. <laughs> Each just... one can turn into a lion. Oh, that's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. How much is it? I feel like it's out of my budget. Gold. 600 gold? It's cursed, though. <laughs> oh, it's cursed. I'll buy it. The lions don't listen. No. Oh. <laughs> I'll, I will definitely buy it. Please don't buy it. It's mine. <laughs> We could just throw a lion in the room. No, no, no. Let's just not do that. Please. It's fine. If the lion gets killed, the item just gets destroyed. What's the point? Oh, goodness. Why not just buy a real lion for a life? (laughs) It's way cheaper. Because then you gotta feed the lion and take care of its poop. I would just prefer not to be in charge of any form of lion, like real or imaginary. This is the worst magic item ever. Let's just just not have a lion. You, you you had me until it just if the lion dies it's destroyed like That's I just want to be able to actual lion I don't yes, want an lion. actual lion to die I just yeah, want to sad. not well, be it's responsible of, it, it's a statue that turns into a lion it's not a, it doesn't have a soul is it really what are you I lying? still don't want to be in charge you know <laughs> what what makes like, it I don't want to be in I don't want to be in charge of the you lion. You know what? I'm going to buy it. I'm going to give him not. 600 gold. Oh, no. <laughs> Curses that you can't tell him what to do. They don't listen to you. Yeah, nobody tells you what to do either. Oh, yeah. Fucking Just Pickles has a, a, a fucking pet lion now. Yeah. Pickles is living her best life, and we love that for her. But I'm concerned. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just waiting for her to, um, like, since it's a little statue... She and she's small. She like does Simbo with it and then turns it into a lion while she enlarges. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Love See, that. You give like me weird shit, I buy it. Mm-hmm. Remember those plus one ammunition I had the other day? I've got plus two darts, but they're a hundred each. <laughs> I'm I can't all set. come down off that price. Thank you, though. When's my scabbard going to be done? In like three more days. All right, I'm just really impatient. I just sent it out this morning. It's, it's done. <laughs> it just needs enchanted. <laughs> the lion shall suffice for now. Mm-hmm. All right, are, are are we done? Do we think we're done? Yeah, I got a lion. Uh, yes. What about a sco- What about a potion of supreme healing? It's not a lion. Uh, how much? One thousand three hundred. Mm. That's like all my gold. Appreciate the offer. 450. I can just stab myself. 
construction of greater That's healing. Fair. 150. Mm-mm. Wow, okay. I, I don't even know why I got these crater potions out there. Like, you said greater healing for 150? Yes, yes, no. Blessings upon you. But no. Oh. For 150? No. We can do better. Well, I'm uh, about out of my supplies. Uh, I gotta go back in the back and look for more cheaper stuff. Sorry, we're broke right now. Mm hmm. Um, I give everyone a potion of healing for the trade. Oh! Oh, sweet. <clears throat> Amazing. Thank you, Ambrose. Uh, I just realized I actually have four potions of healing. So that's. <laughs> becoming five it's even funnier it's even funnier i don't I... get a ferric one then you don't know that potion of healing all right time to go to a picnic mm -hmm. yeah time to fucking zip zap zoop get out of here fucking, <laughs> let's let's go kill some harbinger let's we gotta kill the harbinger plans. right like, yeah, that's what's right. happening right now. We yeah, gotta do it. It's finally happening. We gotta do it. It's time. Actually, should we go get Braum real quick? No, I'm not. No, no, no. Don't make me rework all of these elaborate plans. Either Braum is going to die as part of the mass casualties, or we're gonna have to <laughs> hunt him down later. So it's better if he just dies right now and we don't have to think about it. Oh my god. That's what I think. Honestly. That's what I thought about Strudel, too, and you guys still don't believe me on that account. No, Strudel's sticking around forever, baby. He is he is in it for the long haul. But yeah, Brahm is either a totally neutral party or the central evil of yeah. this arc. It's it's There's no in-between. It's one or the other. I'm heading for the picnic. We're going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's get out of here. Um, so, what is the plan to wait and see if he comes down from the castle? Or... Yeah, so there's there's three areas where we might confront him. One of them is just outside the castle in the park. If there are no like no, um, if there's no collateral damage, if there's no commoners that might get caught in the crossfire. Mm -hmm. uh, second plan is if he doesn't exit at all, then at night we infiltrate the castle and take the fight directly to him. Third plan is if things progress almost exactly as they did yesterday, where he goes out and there are a lot of people, then at that point we sneak into the castle and lie and wait for him to return. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. Well, I think before we come to a close, we'll roll and see what happens for him to, for his ritual. Like, what will he come out? Will he not? So as you guys wait, you do see some people are approaching the temple in anticipation, <coughs> but nine o'clock comes and he never leaves the castle. All right. 
I will have fun storming this castle. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that is where we'll call it for tonight. Next week, we will storm the castle, so to speak. There it is. Thank you, everybody, so much for joining us. We really appreciate having you all jump in here and watch us live. But you're more than welcome to tune in. Uh, our... Oh my gosh, I just totally brain farted. We are live on YouTube every other Sunday, 7 p.m. EST. Our next live date is October 8th. If you'd like, you can come jump in Discord and hang out with us. Discord.gg slash the homebrew podcast. We have a really awesome community. We'd love to hear from you. The failures are all present and they'd, they'd love to answer your questions. If you have a few extra bucks, go check out Patreon, patreon.com slash the homebrew. Two dollars gets you access to all kinds of cool stuff. This is a homebrew podcast, homebrew live show. And our sponsor is FanRoll Dice. Go get yourself some dice and use promo code HOMEBREW at checkout for 10% off. And remember, you are loved. You are loved as much as... As much as that dwarf loves trying to overcharge you guys. <laughs> he really thinks you're loaded. Gorvis. <laughs> Gorvis. You are as important as following Mayor Wormley's laws. And remember, as of next month, it will be mandatory that you go to those meetings. So, hope, you, hope you're ready. And you matter. You matter as much as... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You matter as much as uh, gathering information. No. <laughs> this is a strategy of uh, reconnaissance. Recon was uh, sure. very important, I would say. You guys almost charged into a bee's nest. Uh, but you were able to get some information, now you have a pretty solid plan of attack, I would say. Thanks again for listening, listeners, and we'll see you all next time on Power Word Fail. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye. We love you.